It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew. Mo. Yo. Mook out rich. Bringing the bull. What's up, gentlemen? What's going on? Closer and closer to the holidays. Holidays. Well, thanks for that uh, calendar update, Kyle. I know. I'm, I'm useful for something. This is the type of knowledge that people come to us for. Thanksgiving is coming, and Christmas has already started. You think so? Yeah, man. I mean, a lot of people put up their Christmas stuff already. Oh, mine's Why been not? up. Yeah, Yeah, same. Okay. Why not? Drew puts his up on Valentine's Day. No, mine will stay up until Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Still talking Christmas stuff? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very cool. You guys do anything good this week? Anything worth worth calling out? Not a damn thing. Nope. Living that dream. Living the dream. Uh, we are not joined currently by Danny. No, we're not. Shit. I don't think so. Yeah, he I'm might kinda, show up. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of like stalling a little bit to see if he if he shows up. But then I remember the Buccaneers are playing tonight, Monday Night Football, so that's probably what he's doing. So he could be disappointed there or disappointed with us. Well, the Bucks are losing last I looked, so, yeah. I mean, I'd rather be disappointed with us, but at least you know what you're getting. It's consistent disappointment. That is true. And we all and know he, something to be said for that. he won't listen later and be disappointed twice. Right. That's true. <laughs> Oof. Uh, yeah, we had a question, actually, uh, from... Our buddy V-Cute. He said, is Danny going to make his own podcast? Will Rich finally get the cigar? Can I pre-order now? Sure. Well, with the way things are looking, Danny might be doing his own podcast. (laughs) He's probably... Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know about the podcast part. I will almost certainly not get a cigar. Uh, I was going to start selling. Uh, Probably I was, not. I was going to start selling pre-sales to the uh, Moo Cow Cigar. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Before you have any sold, <laughs> DM me for. Uh, we for, we should for actually do some. Uh, we should do some uh, Voyage Futures sales. Yeah. So so like we we could offer, you know, our listeners a price. Hope to God that Danny doesn't charge more than what we offer. <laughs> and they could lock in a price for future delivery of the Voyage Cigar. Sounds good to me. I mean. What's yeah. the price? We don't know. We got to make a market. But let's just say if it's, I don't know, Danny calls them 10 bucks a stick, 20 count boxes. 
you know, we'll we'll start. We'll we'll offer two ten if somebody wants to lock in at two ten. You know, they remove all risk of the cigars being twelve dollars. If they come in at eight dollars, they're fucked and they should have waited. But at least <laughs> they lock in a price. Lock in your price now. Direct message us. <laughs> you you may or may not end up with some voyage cigars for <laughs> Yeah. We have to come up with our contract specs, but you know. Uh, great. <laughs> so, what happens in that scenario if if you sell them too cheap? Well, then Do you we, take a we, loss. Yeah, of course. That's the risk. That's the risk, Kyle. Somebody that is willing to buy our contract for two ten is is essentially betting that the cigars will either be two ten or more. And if we're selling 210, we're saying that the cigars are going to be less than 210, a box. Better so. talk to Danny first and see what they're actually going to be. <laughs> yeah, we need to get some insider information first. Uh, Just no tell Danny the you need to make Keystone. Yeah. No. Oof. No. Man, I got these hiccups. It's rough. Yeah? I hate the hiccups. Promotion season? What? <laughs> trying to get a promotion? Maybe got something lodged up in there? Or to... <laughs> I don't think that works during like remote work times. Uh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> like the joke just kind of fails, right? Yeah. Uh, go, were you under the desk? Yeah, I just like it's some dust bunnies. Sorry, my life. Yeah. Nothing there. <laughs> Oh, man, I don't know what else is going on, boys. You know what actually looks pretty cool? What's we that, were, buddy? We what? were messaging about earlier. <laughs> I don't want to say it looks really cool, but it does look really cool. That Fuente store, man, that looks really cool. Yeah, they got some cool stuff on there, man. If you've ever wanted Arturo Fuente gear, now they're suddenly the selling piles of it. Yeah. I mean, you have to think, like, assuming that this was stuff that they would normally give away at events or, like, with purchases or... I mean, you have to understand, Fuente does thousands of events a year, right? Between their their reps, between all the big stuff that they go to. Um, so if they have this stuff that they're not using for that, well, why not just sell it and <laughs> make money on it? Why not sell it from the start, right? Yeah, I mean, that's a slippery slope like we've seen uh, in the cigar industry when companies start to focus more on swag than than the uh, their core business. So yeah, yeah. At least you, you don't have careful. to worry. You don't have to worry about that on the Fuente side, at least. No, they're not going to sell millions of dollars in swag every year. Right. And if they did, then okay, they're a clothing company now. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So yeah. Legit. Uh what do you guys do for Thanksgiving? 
this year or other years? I mean, uh, beyond just like eat an enormous amount of food. Yeah, I mean, is there any like special food that like your family always does that's somehow special or, you know, whatever? No, unfortunately, this year we're we're sitting it out because of my parents. So, um, yeah, man, so it's going to be a regular day this year for us. It's fair. Uh, we had a question from from eight oh eight Rudy, our buddy. He wanted what to know what's. Well, wait a minute, you. Uh, I, I'm gonna sit at home and eat with my family because we're not gonna <laughs> go see anybody. Yeah. And we're gonna make food. Uh, Rudy wanted to know what's the best way to prepare a turkey: smoked, baked, deep fried, something else. I just like it regular. Whatever that is, the the baked I guess in the oven. Baked what you in the oven. Um, I tell you what you do. So you you uh, <laughs> you take that turkey. You throw it in the fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. And get All you right. something else to eat. Ham, prime rib. Turkey's out. Come on. All right. So turkey, what are you gonna turkey's have? Turkey's out. Um, so for Thanksgiving, probably ham this year. Mm-hmm. That's about the, uh, that's about the, the only time I guess I have a ham is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is ham. I know we're jumping ahead, but Christmas is always prime rib. Has been Ooh, for years. It's the best. Dude, that's, that's the, a good idea. That's the only way to go. Spend a little bit of money. Slow smoke a, a prime rib. Yeah. I think prime rib's my favorite. And how do we always end up talking about food? <laughs> but prime rib is... That's what we got, man. Yeah, I know. Prime rib is probably my favorite by far. It's, you know, some people love filet mignon. Don't get me wrong, ribeye is fantastic. Uh, people swear by, you know, Wagyu this, fucking Kobayashi this, or whatever the hell. I just love prime rib, man. Give me a good prime rib and, and I'm in heaven. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, prime ribbit. Throw the turkey out. Don't waste your time with that bird. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I don't, dude, it just sucks, man. I mean, I mean, we saw what we've had three different vaccine candidates come out this past week. Yeah, good results on those. Um, you know, we'll see, but. Yeah, this just sucks, man. It really does. Like a lot of people, a lot of people look forward to this time of year that they're not able to, to share with family, unfortunately. Unless you happen to live in Phoenix, in which case you were probably on a flight somewhere. <laughs> Did you guys see that Phoenix airport? Uh-uh. No. What's up like with that? A, there was like a shit ton of people just flying and, and going places uh, for Thanksgiving. And it was like all over the news. Like they're making the biggest deal of it. 
Look, man, I, the, here's what it comes down to. Everybody has their own risk tolerance, right? And you got to respect what people decide. I may disagree with it. Not something for me to do, but, I mean, if other people want to do it, what are you, you going to say? I mean, good luck. <laughs> I don't want this shit. <laughs> And, and speaking of, the circle of people that I know that have gotten it is literally one degree separation now. Yeah, it's brutal. You know, like a yeah, lot. It's insane. But we, we've been talking about this for, for months now, and everybody knew exactly what was going to happen. It's not like... <laughs> It's a mystery, but whatever. Anyway. Yep. Yep. The only thing that we've learned from the whole thing is that you can never say avoid it like the plague because <laughs> people don't actually do that. <laughs> people run to the fucking plague. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. Look, it's kind of been interesting. So I don't know, Drew. It's kind of tougher, like, to relate because you don't go to a gym anymore because you own a gym now. But um, for those of us <laughs> peasants that still have to go deal with the public, so what my gym started doing now is you got to sign up for a window, right? Like a time slot to be able to go. Yeah. And once that time slot fills up, then you have to wait for the next time slot or whatever. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then they started doing temperature checks when you walk in. So, again, mitigating risk, being smart. You mitigate your own risk as an individual. You know, you try to try to get through. But these people are just going gung-ho, herd immunity this, herd immunity that. Good luck. I don't want this shit. You know? No. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when we, we kind of put all of our eggs in the Danny's going to be on to talk about the voyage basket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Danny. This Danny. is for you, buddy. He's got to yeah. bail us out some point in time. I wouldn't bet on it. Maybe, well, not this week, but. <laughs> <laughs> he got busy. Um, is that what he said, or uh, you're just assuming? I'm just assuming. Oh. I'm just assuming. So I don't know if you guys remember, like, a few months back, I was talking about athlete contracts, like pro, pro sports athletes contracts, and were we going to see a big, like, a downtrend in – athlete compensation or not just athletes but performer compensation if crowds don't go back to events or whatever um so like when covid started why i've had a little bit of hope recently is when covid started the sports leagues and all of that were some of the first people to shut things down right and that's when i knew it was serious i was like 
these people would not cost themselves billions of dollars for the hell of it, right? There has to be something legit. And now, fast forward, um, you know, the NBA free agency period has started, MLB free agency, and guys are still getting paid. And that leads me to believe that either the sports leagues know something, like, they're going to be back to regular business come, you know, spring or, or early or late winter, whatever, or what they're, or the contracts are completely backloaded. Right. So like the majority of your pay is after the 2021 season or whatever, or they're just fucking stupid. And I quite haven't figured out which one it is yet. <laughs> Because if you're going to be shelling out that kind of money and fans aren't coming back and there's not going to be, you know, ticket revenue and all of that, that's going to be a tough, that's going to be a tough go. I don't know. Yep. So, yeah. Just a random thought. You know what we haven't had enough of? What's that? We haven't had enough deep thoughts. Is that so? We had some last week with Mo. And the week before. (laughs) About what? We do every week. Mo does. Every week. (laughs) That's fair. I'm not going to bug you for any. I'm just, just pointing it out. Look, I just like to get people to think. You know, look. I'm not saying you have to agree with me. I'm not saying that what I'm saying is right. I'm just sharing random shit that I think about. Right. Yeah. And so that's just kind of like the way I look at it. So if someone's listening to this and and like, Oh man, I never really thought about that or, or whatever. Like I like to look for, for indicators, right. That, that could potentially give direction for future, behavior right or or whatever so i just found like the sports thing i found that to be interesting because they were one of the first things to really stop when we knew the severity of covid so now that they're i'm kind of like oh maybe there's a little bit of hope for people i don't know i'm just trying to give people a little bit of hope all right hopefully that's it i hope so too but I don't know. I'll tell you what isn't slowing down is the number of new cigars coming out. It's picking up. Yeah. Sure is. Here we go. What's the uh what's the new patina coming out? No, I mean Oh. Sorry. No, no, not not <laughs> I mean, we got the other sizes of the Maduro coming up, but that's about it. Thought you were that gonna, for the near Thought term. you were going to announce something. Shit. Oh, uh, no. I no. mean, that's still way more releases this year than you do on average. Sure. Yeah, but no, those won't be released this year anyway. No. Next year. Well, next year it is. When do, yeah. you, th- when do you think, roughly? The first quarter sometime. Okay. I mean, it really depends. Uh, yeah, we'll see. But... 
Uh, one thing we will be doing is uh, got some patina lighters coming. You know, not, nothing fancy, but uh, we'll be working with some retailers to do five-in-one deals to get them. So keep nice. an eye out for that. That's great. Yeah, you know, something small, whatever. But I like I love lighters. I lo- like when I was working retail, man. Look, you used to get a discount, right? And I could, I can go get a Zycar, you know, a hundred dollars Zycar for like 50 bucks or 60 bucks or whatever it was. Right. Or I can go get a, you know, $300 DuPont and get it for 150 or 170 or whatever the case may be. But I did it. And I always found myself gravitating towards like the $10 and $12 lighters to use as an everyday thing, you know? And so, uh I always just thought that that was really cool, like how some of the cigar companies, uh, you know, they did the Jeep lighters. We mm-hmm. didn't do the Jeep. So we ended up doing Lotus Single Flame uh, is what they'll be. But That's they're, uh, you know, not like I said, nothing fancy, but you, utilitarian as fuck, man. Like the type, of, the type of lighter that you just want to take everywhere with you, right? That's I, always... love the, I love having a lighter like that. Yeah. Yeah. My, my current one is uh I don't know what it was, eight bucks, ten bucks maybe mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. at a um grocery store in um Park City, Utah. Okay. Favorite lighter. What kind of lighter is it? Uh just a single torch. Uh-huh. But cheap as fuck. Trusty. Works every time. Works yeah. every time. <laughs> Like beat it up. I mean, it stays in my backpack and gets thrown around everywhere I go, and mm-hmm. refill it every uh, month or so, and keep rolling. Yeah. No. I love it, man. I I think it's. I just love those types, and I know. It, really cool one uh fuck. i used to love the uh with the illusioni illusioni used to have the awesome the jeep one it had that uh just like the, the red logo on it it was pretty cool i used to like that one lfd had some nice ones but i mean these are like i mean you're it's not like an ashtray where people place it and just forget about it. You're literally looking at it every time you take it out to use it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I like that a little bit better. I mean, that's more effective. But one day the hope is to do, like, some, some limited-type uh, swag where you actually give value to the person who has it. Do you know what I'm like saying? Like what? What kind of thing? Like, for example, uh, let's say you want to do uh, a patina DuPont. Let's just not saying that this is okay. But let's just say in theory. <laughs> Second you quarter. Do, I'm waiting for mine. Second quarter yeah. next year. <laughs> so you want to do a patina DuPont. And then you say, okay, I'm going to do 10 of these things, right? So the 10 people that actually get one, that is something that is actually valuable. Like, there's, there's 
of value to that to that item. If that makes sense. Yeah. I like I like stuff like that. I think that that's cool. But I don't know. Just stuff like that. Second quarter next year. Yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> do you guys do any of the secret Santa stuff? That's the thing that's coming out now. All the different cigar groups and all that other stuff. I don't know if you guys do it for work or friends or any of that kind of shit. How the hell did I just blow a smoke ring and I've never done that before? <laughs> you got real good at blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sales should start picking up soon. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know, man. That's, that's really weird. No, Kyle, I do not do any Secret Santa stuff. Secret Santa. Um, no. Cool. Good topic. <laughs> I don't. I don't do things like that unless I'm forced to. Okay. Like, like what? Which part of it? Like, if I wanna, if I wanna buy uh, Mo a gift, I'm just gonna buy Mo a gift. I don't want to be like forced to buy somebody a gift. That's legit. I always sign up for. I'm thinking, oh, it's gonna be so fun to, you know, fuck some dude up, right? And then I either get somebody I don't know, or somebody mm-hmm. I know really well that mm-hmm. you know I would have already given everything to that they like. It's just like, well, shit. Speaking of gifting, Kyle, did you get any feedback about our answer to the sharing a cigar? No. Uh, okay. What was the question? Um, do you give somebody you're going to smoke with, uh, what kind of cigar do you give them? Pretty much was the oh, question. Gotcha. Or somebody that doesn't normally smoke. Why did you hear something? No, not at all. It just it just reminded me because I thought that we had a really pretty pretty good take on that, depending on on where that person was in their evolution. Yeah. The worst thing the worst thing you could do if you have somebody that is really interested in getting into cigars and then you fuck up the experience for them. That is like the worst thing you can do. But like, how would you, how would you fuck it up? What are some ways you could do that? You give them a cigar that makes them sick. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> I mean, number one, tell them to uh, inhale. Yeah. Inhale. Tell, yeah. Inhale. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think those would probably be the big ones. I'm trying to think what else. Um, something you know, super one. super bold for somebody who isn't into that kind of thing would be not great yes converse something super mild is really uninteresting to smoke if you can't pick out nuances if or if there aren't any yeah absolutely absolutely yeah see, that's where a lot of people cow go wrong they think mild is better for a newer smoker well not necessarily because Let's say that person loves food 
and that person is used to having their taste buds stimulated and like high impact, right? Like they're big on sauces and spices and whatever. So it's going to take a bit of a, a fuller cigar to really to get that going for them, I would think. Right. But here's another one. Remember we talked about how you could smoke the, your, your favorite cigar in the world. You could be whatever. But if you're with the wrong people, it could fuck that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same goes for a new smoker. If, if I had a buddy that was just starting in the cigars or trying to get into cigars, I, I would be mindful of the people that would be hanging out with us. I mean, that's like, pretty much true of any anytime you introduce your friends to your other friends, right? You got to think right. about it a little. Right. Because, like, you don't want to take, like, the first time someone's going to smoke a cigar and then everyone's, like, watching them like a hawk trying to tell, oh, you got to cut it like this and you got to light it like this and, oh, no, you're doing it wrong. By the time you're done, by the time that guy's done, he's like, I never want to fucking do this again. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of fascinating. I, I do enjoy smoking with somebody who has never smoked a cigar. I think it's kind of fun because mm-hmm. they've usually heard like a whole lot of stuff, right? They're like, oh, I heard that I have to do this and I heard I have to do that. And you're just like, well, I mean, really, you just need to cut it so you're not stupid. Right. And you need to light it reasonably and mm-hmm. don't smoke too fast and don't let it go out. You're probably okay. Right. And they enjoy it, and it's it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of really enjoying a cigar. There's a lot of common sense. You have a side that's open and a side that's closed. In order to get it to function, you're probably going to have to open the side that's closed, right? Are you making fun of Danny or something? No, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great! Did he? Are you, is he able to log in now? Can't fucking log in. Oh, Danny! Um, if he can't log in, then I can't call him. So, yeah, can't I can't help him with his password? Danny's getting shit on our text chain right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Danny. Uh, um, let's run through some topics before we get Danny on here. <laughs> do we have some? Um, Standard and Twain. Yeah. They uh, listened to the podcast and said, thank you. So They, they, they might have been told about the podcast. Well, they heard the shout out on the last podcast. Much is appreciated. Uh, for folks who don't remember, that is the service where you can sign up as a Cigar of the Month Club, and it's blind, right? So they mm-hmm. send you blind cigars and tell you what they were later, which is cool. What's on your Christmas list from Yogi? Oh, man. <laughs> COVID to be over. 
<laughs> All I want for Christmas is no COVID. All right, I'm about to sound like a dick, uh, but I think you guys will understand it. Okay. So, so I feel like I've hit that age where anything I want, I don't really need. I just kind of buy myself. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So anything I would want anybody to buy me is like stupid expensive to the point where I wouldn't just buy it myself. So I have trouble figuring mm-hmm. out gift ideas. Are you guys in that same boat where it's just like, I, I don't fucking know. And I actually mean, I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, I just start an Amazon list of, um, like bullshit. <laughs> I do too, but then I, I buy it as the well, year goes on. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I'm going to get that thing. But I'll even add, I'll add, like, like, like right now, I've got like, I don't know, like some cookies on my Amazon list or <laughs> like just silly things that it's like, eh, those would be good <laughs> if somebody buys them for me. <laughs> Dude, we should, you should post that, uh, that Amazon list in the Sultan's bio. We should see if people just buy you random cookies and shit. That'd, That'd be, be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, for real. I mean, I got I, like uh, Kimex coffee filters. Who? <laughs> the Kimex, the uh, like glass pour over coffee maker. Yeah. I've got coffee. That sounds fancy. I got coffee yeah. filters. I'm wanting, I want coffee filters. <laughs> um. <laughs> I have the uh, wild cherry sugar-free um, uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, throat lozenges. <laughs> that's not where I thought that was going. Yeah, that's not me neither. No, see, I just got random bullshit is what I'm saying. Tell, tell you what, though, Coke Zero Cherry, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, here's coffee. Some coffee's in here. Some board games. More coffee. <laughs> yeah, just weird shit. More coffee. Dr. Pepper, real sugar. It's in my list. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here. See, this one's uh, milk, chocolate, almond, and tof- toffee uh, mix. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds good. I got some like DVDs and shirts, but most of it's just bullshit. Drew, did you super see, random. Go ahead. Did you see uh, Ronnie Coleman's got his own clothing line? Um, I don't know if I did or not. He's got T-shirts that say "Lightweight Baby" and "Yeah, Buddy." I know he had. I was thought he had something in the past, but maybe not. I think they're still around, man. Maybe so. Good shit. He's he's I trying. I saw to your boy. Uh, hang that? on, he's trying to hang on to it. Yeah. You just let it go. Yeah. Oh, you saw Phil? Is that what you're gonna say? Yeah, your boy. Uh, so you just so you just bought some of his clothing line stuff from him. Yeah, I picked up his uh, his new shirt. He's uh, he's going for number eight this December. Mm-hmm. For those don't know that don't know, Phil Heath, uh, so a seven-time Mr. Olympia. Yep. No. What about him? He's uh he's competing again this year for number eight. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Big cigar guy. 
Yeah, he is. I bet he's a big guy. He's a big guy and a big cigar guy. He is. Moe's got to hang out with him. I did. Very nice guy. Old acquaintance of mine I used to train with and hang out with when I lived in Colorado. Now, did he, had he won one yet when you when you used to train with him or no? Uh, no. He he turned pro when I was training with him, and he competed in his first couple of pro shows that uh, year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he didn't win did until after I had moved. Mm-hmm. D- did you teach him some stuff? No. <laughs> 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 Absolutely not. His nickname is The Gift, and he truly is genetically gifted. Yeah, pretty crazy physique, man. Too crazy. So I got you guys, uh, so I picked up some more of those uh, Think bars, those keto ones. Yeah. I was telling you about, did, did I mention on the last one that VQ sent me a message? Yeah. Yeah. They were yeah. good. Yeah. So for those that still, uh, looking for a, uh, as we get into the holiday season and probably some weight gain and want something that tastes like a dessert and won't, uh, you know, I, I 750 actually, calories. Yeah. I actually have a box of those on my Amazon list. Ooh. <laughs> I'm serious. Right. I'm not bullshit. everything on his Amazon list. Like I said. Peanut butter, yeah. Chocolate peanut butter pie. That's the one I got in there. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Normally that list is stuff, some of it's stuff I would buy. Some of it's stuff that I'm like, eh, that'd be really cool, but I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> But if somebody right. buys it for me, I'm good with it. Yep. Yeah, it's like that age where you know, socks are kind of cool. Yeah, I got socks in there. Now that you mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what kind of socks do you guys prefer? Are you guys like ankle socks? You guys crew socks? Are you guys? I do a lot of ankle and a lot of uh, boot uh, boot socks. But I wear a lot of boots or uh, tennis shoes, so it's one or the other. Okay, like, like a no show. Mm-hmm. So th- what are th- those have a name though? They're not they're not ankle. They're uh... fuck. I don't uh, remember. I have no idea. Cal, what about you? I, I had to Google the different sock types because I don't fucking know what you're talking about. Uh, Typically crew, but mm-hmm. you know whatever. There's a lot of different choices. The socks I'm wearing right now have dogs on them. Nice. What kind of dogs? Uh, it looks like Schnauzers. Okay. <laughs> do you have? I'll send uh, you a picture. Do you have Schnauzers? Yeah, uh, we have Schnauzer poodle mixes. They're oh, okay. Schnoodles. Awesome. They're what? Yeah, Schnoodles. Schnoodles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a picture coming to you right now. Enjoy it. Awesome. As far as brand goes, I like uh, Darn Tough. 
What's that? The brand of socks. Mm-hmm. They hold up really well. How do you spell that? Darn. <laughs> Tough. Dorn or Dawn? Darn. Darn. D-A-R-N. Darn. Oh, darn tough. Darn tough. Well, I don't know. Oh, Fuck. my goodness. There's something wrong with your Microsoft account, Danny says. I wonder how long it took him to Photoshop that. Signing the account live for your, your browser. Nice socks. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dope, right? Yeah. Lee Danny tried to join us, apparently. Or at least says he tried to join us. Um, What's next? What else we got? I, we didn't have anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Remember I told you right at the beginning, I hope Danny shows up this week. Because, man, <laughs> I didn't prepare a damn thing. I was hoping to talk about the voyage. Oh. Yeah, me too. Not going to lie. We uh, could, we could still it. talk we about can, it. I mean, we get, <laughs> so many, we, get, we get so many questions. And uh, we really, I mean, we really just don't know the answers to a lot of this stuff, guys. I like we're lying to you. No, let's sure. just make it up. Let's yeah. make it up. <laughs> right? What What do people want to know? What do you think they want to know? This is going to be completely fake shit. So, right, cool. uh, when's it coming out? What's the release date? December 23rd. That's perfect. I completely made up. <laughs> it could be, though. Wildly untrue. <laughs> well, it won't be any different than the majority of the shit on the internet. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's there right in time for Christmas. You can do your last-minute Christmas shopping. How many uh, how many different Vitolas is this coming out in? <laughs> Probably like thirty five, I think. Thirty five. With like, yeah, yeah, he's going all the different Vitolas. Like, you know how you you see the diagram sometimes, yeah, where it has doing... all the different sizes, <laughs> all of them. He's just doing all of them. Okay. Yeah. How many uh, how many different blends has he got coming out? Well, at least one for each Vitola, but but let me tell you, he's hidden some in the boxes too so every now and then you get a special one it's like when you have airheads yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and like there's that, that mystery white, white. It's like oh, a yeah. mix of flavors Dude, that's there's the, some of those that's the, the best boxes. one too that's the best one uh how many uh, how many per box uh i mean you have to you have to open it to find out that's okay. The joy of it. Each box uh, is different. They, 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 they average twenty, but some are fifteen, and some are twenty-five, and somewhere in between. <laughs> are you feeling lucky? Gotcha. That's good. That's actually it's a pretty voyage. good. Yeah. Ooh. It's a Marketing. And then each box comes with a little pirate hat, mm. uh, like a little paper one that you put on, like when you go to a fast food restaurant, like you go to the Burger King, you get the little king. Uh, these come with a little pirate hat for your voyage. None of that was true. I like this. Single word. I like this. Um, what else do people want to know about the voyage? You might have to throw an asterisk on this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least we're saying it's not true. Yeah. 
Um, what? Uh, where's his tobacco coming from? Like uh, Venezuela. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Venez- yeah. There you go. Venezuela. Pre pre embargo Venezuelan tobacco. Nice. <laughs> Danny's going big yeah, on this. A little, little bit of Puerto Rican tobacco too, right? Oh, for of course. <laughs> roots purposes. Yeah, yeah. Did he even? Did he even get some Wisconsin for this one? <laughs> sure, yeah. I picked some off the side of the road and Gro- sent it to him. Grown in Mo's, uh, Moo Cow's backyard. Dude, wouldn't that be cool to grow some in your backyard? I think it would, actually. There, there's your cow magnet. Oh, you can grow it. The problem, I actually read up on this. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought, like, what if I could just make a few plants and see what I could do? It's really, really hard to properly cure and ferment a small amount of tobacco. How is it? Why is that? Well, because you got to hit the right temperatures. You got to hit all that different stuff, hmm. right? And they do it by putting it in piles. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And you rotate it so through. Like, yeah, and, and anything else you do to it is super questionable, right? Like, what am I going to do? Heat it artificially? Hmm. Burn down my house? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. That's where the uh, real artistry uh, comes comes into play. Actually, there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, I, I think that's actually very true. Um, I've seen a couple of different people who I, who I whose opinions I trust greatly say that the, the curing and fermentation parts are the the hardest parts and the most important to get right. Well, I mean, especially if you're double and triple and quadruple fermenting it too. What does that mean, Mo? <laughs> I don't know. Just quadruple fermented. <laughs> is I'm that when you? Is that when you share a beverage with it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like an IPA version <laughs> of tobacco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what what else about the voyage? Can we tell? Uh, what do you think the art is going to be? What's going to be the band design? Ah, uh, the voyage. If the, if there's a pirate hat coming with it, there better be a pirate ship on it. Skulls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got to it's gotta be fit for, like, a holiday, too, right? There's a limited edition for an upcoming holiday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dan, Danny's big on those holiday cigars. He loves them. Which holiday you think he's going to do? Well, the third, twenty third, he'll have to do like uh, what Valentine's Day. <laughs> the, the voyage to love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the love voyage. <laughs> wow, you got this all figured out. I can't imagine why he doesn't want to talk to us. I really don't get it. Making up that he can't log into his account. <laughs> He's probably watching the the fucking Bucks game right now. Mm. I heard it's going to be Cuban tobacco. Cuban. 100% Cuban tobacco. Yeah? No, I didn't hear that anywhere. Could be. (laughs) Somebody said it. It was me right now. (laughs) It's my favorite, right? People are like, 
oh, you know, people have been talking about this. Like, it's true, right? I've heard it from one or two people, so it's true. People, you know what I'm talking about? People have been talking about this. Yeah, I heard somebody say this. One time. It's, it's Yeah. The old people are saying. This is what you get when people don't uh, send in their questions. I mean, that, that might have been the best segment we've had in a while, so. Yeah. <laughs> Drew's had better. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the usual response I hear. Well, yeah. It's normal. It's been better. Um, Let's do some silly questions. Since, uh, oh, you guys aren't eating. Uh, well, cow is. This is good. Fine. Uh... Pumpkin pie or pecan pie? I mean, both. <laughs> you got to pick one. I'm going to go pecan pie, then. Pecan. Over I love pumpkin. pumpkin you're everything. A big, you're a big pumpkin guy. I know, but dude, I, a pumpkin pie made perfectly versus a pecan pie made perfectly, pecan pie. Mm-hmm. Each one made mediocre pumpkin. Hmm. Wait, that's different than the answer you just get. I, I'm getting like so so for Thanksgiving we order pie mm-hmm. from like this incredible pie place. Uh-huh. And we're getting all kinds of pie. Mm-hmm. One of them's a pecan pie and it is perfect. And it's mm-hmm. better than pretty much any pie that ever existed. All right. What's so great about it? Yeah. I don't know, man. It just tastes perfect. Where's it from? It's a place called Hubbard Avenue Diner in Madison, Wisconsin. Can it's I actually in Middleton, Wisconsin. Can I order from them? Maybe. To I'll check look. it out. Maybe I could show up to uh, Thanksgiving with a pie. And I'll be like, Drew, <laughs> you cooked. The Moo Cow family. This is, uh, this is my special family recipe. It's been passed down for generations. I would tell you to get back in your car and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> oh, if you showed up at my door, absolutely. But they do a curbside pickup on a pie. <laughs> I just want them to mail me a pie. They don't looks looks like they don't do delivery. Well, they don't have to deliver. They just have to mail it. Yeah, I don't think they do that either. Uh... I mean, they're gonna sell like thousands of pies. They're not selling any to me. I don't think it hurts them, though. Sweet potatoes or mashed potatoes? Mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, I got to agree. Turkey or ham? Ham. Turkey. You like the uh, white meat, dark meat? What do you uh, What do you go for, a leg? No, I'm Thigh? more of the more of the white meat, but... I'll, I'll dabble in a little bit of dark meat too. <laughs> and, so, and what about on a turkey? Huh? Yeah, it just uh, sounds. It always just sounds. Well, funny enough, so I got <laughs> I went to the grocery store today and I got a rotisserie chicken. Right? Yeah, those are good. So it's so yeah, and it's like I I pull it apart and I make sandwiches out of it, typically, or I'll I'll pull it apart and put it in a salad. Right. So when I do that, I like both the white meat and the dark meat, and I just 
put it all together and I and I kill it, right? Because the dark meat has a lot. It's a lot juicier and actually, you know, it doesn't feel like you're drying out your mouth and eat it. But yeah. Um, but like if if I were to sit down at a at a Thanksgiving dinner and somebody says, "Do you want this or this?" I would just take, I would take the breast. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't we all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you do uh, Do you do gravy on your breasts? Absolutely. Nice. White gravy, dark gravy. Either. Yeah. I love gravy. Yeah. Dude, uh, I'm not a big gravy fan, but my grandma makes that shit from the uh, scratch from like fat. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Holy cow! Yeah, Grandma knows how to make some gravy. There you go. It's delicious. It's so crazy, too, because Grandma, like, I'll drop by. And Grandma will just whip this stuff up, dude, like, out of the blue, mm-hmm. all from scratch. And she's like, oh, no, it'll take just a couple minutes. Sure enough, it does. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grandma knows how to do it. They always do. <laughs> I just saw right now uh, this news story that apparently mm-hmm. JRE Tobacco had their warehouse burglarized recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the entire inventory was stolen. No way. Is it on that truck with the Flinte stuff? Yeah, it's in the same truck. No, I don't know, man. Cigar Group just posted this. Where's their warehouse at? Looks like Miami. Really? Huh. (laughs) Where did we say Danny was? Yeah. He's in, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> putting his own bands on some JRE. That's the point. <laughs> Repurposed Aladinos. Oh. That sucks, though. I mean, that's really yeah. messed up. That you, no, it's a rough good. year for everything, and then all your stuff gets stolen. That sucks. What do you do with that? I honestly, man, I've always wondered that too. Like, what? Uh, yeah, there must be. Well, we talked about this, right? There has to be some sort of, like, black market for cigars or something that is a lot bigger than any of us know. Oh, absolutely. So, but if if I go and steal these people, I don't know, a truckload, even a mm-hmm. even a, a pickup truckload of cigars, mm-hmm. but oh, where am I putting a pallet of shit in my house? Maybe you already have a buyer lined up. You'd have to, right? You'd have to know ahead of time that. I'm just that saying because that, that brand is definitely really, you know, started doing pretty well. That really sucks. Yeah. Maybe that's where you know we had talked the other week about counterfeits. Maybe that's a source mm-hmm. of, of those too, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take the bands off of them, and then you're not selling something that looks like. You know the goods, but right. if you give the average American smoker a JRE with a Cuban band on it, would they say that couldn't possibly be Cuban? I don't think the average one would say that. 
I think some people no. would say that, but you can get away with plenty. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think Cuban tobacco has such a distinct flavor. I mean, anybody that... I feel like anybody that smokes cigars regularly or has even had a handful of real Cubans wouldn't be able to tell a real Cuban. Yeah, but those aren't the people that would buy these fakes, right? They're not the people that are buying obvious sure. counterfeits. Sure. So you already weeded them out. Now, when I say real Cuban, what I mean by that is not necessarily is the band on the cigar really the cigar that it is. What I mean by that is the cigar actually uses Cuban tobacco. <laughs> so that's kind of what I mean by that. Like Moe's Habano. The Patina Habano. Right. There's a rumor going around that that could be Cuban. Yeah, it, it's it's actually repurposed boulevard. So we took the second... <laughs> factory throwout. From the fa- factory throwout. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine throwout. factory throwout Cuban cigars with what they put in boxes oh, nowadays? Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. They look like, like it's those, literally a stick. They look like those right. cheroots or whatever cheroots. <laughs> Little backwood cigars in the pack, foil pack. I man, I really, I'm trying to think of of something else that has has gone and continues to thrive based on a reputation from literally decades ago. And it's still considered the pinnacle of their industry. I had a, uh, I had one this weekend that was a fucking terrible draw. Mm-hmm. Absolutely horrendous. Yep. And I, it was, I love the cigar. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I fought it for the longest time because I was like, oh no, I'm not putting this out. This this will this will break free soon. Never did. So finally. <laughs> I just fucking threw it out in the driveway. It's like I'm done yeah. with this shit. Right you out in the road. Uh, no. It's, it's it's tough. Such a fucking waste. Ugh. Yeah. I mean think I'm just I'm trying to think. Can you guys think of any other brand or whatever? That is obviously a shadow of its former self, but is still considered the gold standard in their respective industry. I mean, I will, I will one hundred percent admit that I have no idea what I'm talking about, but it's something I've read places. Sure, that uh, there are a lot better watches than Rolex, but Rolex yes. is thought to be the top of the category yeah, by a true. lot of people, and they're really not at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a really good example. That's a really good example. Not necessarily that I think Rolex is a shadow of its former self. I just think that there has been far more exclusive brands that have overtaken it in terms of... Way better shit out there. Right. I mean, the Cuban quality has literally, I mean. Taken a dump? Yeah. 
Why is that? What's the deal? Why are they okay with that? Because people are still buying them. They're like, fuck it. (laughs) I mean, they're going to buy them. We can suck at this. I mean, think about it, dude. It is acceptable. People have said, I know I'm going to buy your box of 25 Cohiba or Ramon Ayones or H. Upman. And I know I'm probably not going to be able to smoke five to 10 of them. But you know what? That's okay. And that's it. I mean, really, bro, that's it. People have said that that's okay. That's an acceptable level of, you know, shrinkage. (laughs) Right? It was cold when I rolled that cigar up. Right. I mean, you know, can you imagine if you bought a box of, like, Tatawahe or Patina or Illusioni or, you know, Foundation? And, well, I know I'm not going to be able to smoke 10 of these cigars, but that's okay. I will be put on blast. I mean, every they'll be put on blast on social media. These guys suck. They're fucking terrible. But... There's just that double standard. Dude, even us, think about it. Like, if we get a bad Cuban, we're kind of like, well, there's always that chance. Right? And I mean, like, if we were to to get a bad Davidoff, we'd be cursing Davidoff. I spent 30 bucks and I did whatever. Right? Sounds about right. Well, I'm saying I'm guilty of it too. I, I'm not saying that this is what other people do. I guess I'm guilty of it too. But I think that's part of it is that people kind of understand that there's <laughs> there's always that possibility. So maybe that's part of it, why people are okay with it because they go into it. Uh, they go into it. Knowing they're going to get fucked to a certain degree. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. All you have to do is lower the bar so low that you always jump above expectations. It's it's the opposite of what should happen, though. Because, look, I can go down to the the cigar shop down the street, buy Tatawahe, and if it's shit, I can go back and get it, but... You got to jump through hoops and all this other bullshit and spend extra money to get a Cuban. And you're like, me, if it sucks, I'll just keep buying them. (laughs) Why? It shouldn't. It's why. Why are we all like that? That shouldn't happen. If, if, If anything, we should we should demand way, way higher expectations. It should be the other way around, where if Tatawahe has one or two, you're like, eh, it's no big deal. I can get them right down here. Shit happens. No. people, Dude, I've seen people throw a fit about one cigar at a shop, and it's like, dude, calm down. Like, chill out. This is, like, normally your shop will fucking take care of you and give you a new one, but, yeah, a whole box of Cubans, and you're like, meh, be all right. I'll put them in my pipe and smoke the rest of them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> use them as incense around the house mm-hmm. so you know what I am going to do in honor of this conversation Mukau Rich um, gave me t- two Cubans I-, I believe they're both from 09 one might be from 07 
if I'm not mistaken, or 08. Uh, you gave them to me last year sometime, Cal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smoke one of those, I think, this week. You should. Well, yeah. you might smoke both of them if you smoke one and yeah. it's plugged. We're going to do a patina Cuba, Cuba especial. They're all going to fucking be plugged. And then that way, uh, you know, maybe people... <laughs> or maybe that... Hey, maybe that's what it is. They plug a couple, so when the fucking ones that really do smoke smoke amazing, then they appreciate those so much that they're willing to just go back and buy more. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's... That could be. But, man, if it doesn't smoke, you almost have, like, a duty, right? To, oh, to it's... Take it apart. Yes. Put it around mm-hmm. a patina. <laughs> and mm-hmm. smoke a double cigar. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's what I should have done the other day. Pulled the pulled the wrapper off that dude. Yeah. Oh, why not? Next time. There'll be a next time. <laughs> Pro- probably this week. I recently smoked a cigar where it was all kinds of plugged. Right, it was a mess and it wouldn't draw right. Mm-hmm. So I cut it open. Because I was curious, right? Like, what's mm-hmm. inside this thing? And I don't cut open enough cigars. I feel like I should do that more often. Um, <clears throat> but so I cut this thing open, and there was tobacco in there that was like legit still green. And I was like, "What's that's a thing?" Damn. <laughs> it wasn't much, but I was just like, "That, that's when a problem." Was that? What was that? When was that? Like last week. I'm not throwing a particular manufacturer under the bus or anything, but it was no, surprising no, no. to say the least. No, no, but I mean, was it was it like for a blind review or what? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I knew what it was. I knew what it was. Uh, okay. Um, so I was just smoking a cigar, right? Mm-hmm. And I did send them a message, right? I was like, "Look, dudes, this is this is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. What's going on here?" And then I mm-hmm. took the same picture, you know, de-identified, and I sent it around a little bit to just say, you know, people who know stuff, like, what's going mm-hmm. on here? Mm-hmm. What's, what's the deal? And and the the answer was basically, they're using cheap tobacco, and that that's not ready. Mm-hmm. Hmm. $10 cigar, though. <laughs> Damn. Yep. So, I don't know. It it just goes to to show that I I don't know how often it happens, but I feel like a lot of the cigar industry is all about fooling consumers. It shouldn't. Well, be. I can tell you this: being straight up with people certainly doesn't fucking pay. <laughs> <laughs> Again. The companies will do or continue to do what the market rewards them to do, okay? So if consumers continue to reward style over substance, um, you know, whatever you want to call it over the actual art or or a unique product or whatever, you're going to continue to get stuff like that. But yeah, really, mm-hmm. I would argue though that consumers don't know the difference. A lot of mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm. like most of them, really. I I've always been a big believer that you could taste cheap tobacco. 
I've always been a big believer in that because, and not like that I'm an expert, but just because I've smoked cheap cigars and they have a certain taste to them and I've smoked like really expensive cigars and they have a certain like feel and taste to it. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but you could just, there's a different level of richness. You know what I mean? Not, not you rich, but like, yeah. Yeah. A lot of it's like the mouthfeel and all that stuff. It sure. It's into, it's the whole experience, right? Right. Yeah. Sure. So I agree with you mostly. Yeah. I think you can hide some cheap tobacco in there too. Oh, but. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, and this is the one thing like, Whenever I get kind of frustrated, I, I, I have to be honest with myself. McDonald's sells more hamburgers than anybody else. McDonald's does not have the best hamburgers in the world. No. But, and that's you take that, that back. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I would smash at least two quarter pounders with cheese right now. But my point being is that the, that's just how things are going to be. Yeah. You know? Well, then, I mean, it's, it's, you said McDonald's and that, that reminds me of a, like the worst marketing scheme that ever happened that mm-hmm. is only was bad because consumers are stupid. Right. Mm-hmm. So the quarter pounder is a great example. The quarter <laughs> pounder was, was doing great. Did you, did you hear about this? Do you know no, about this? no, no. All right. So, Wait so, before cooking. So, yeah, so the quarter pounder existed, right? And so uh, the A&W chain, mm-hmm. right, they said, we need to do something about this quarter pounder. I know. Let's sell a larger burger mm-hmm. for the same price. Okay. And this will be a great promotion, right? Mm-hmm. So they sold the third pounder, mm-hmm. which you think, oh, great, that's a bigger burger, Except for the problem where consumers thought it was smaller because yep. three is smaller than four. And they <laughs> thought they were getting ripped off. And the promotion failed tremendously. Nice. <laughs> so I, I would just caution anyone in any industry who thinks that a consumer is always a smart person, that you are mm-hmm. very wrong. Um, but also, you know, you can't you can't always think they're stupid either. So... Um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Speaking of human psychology and all of that, here's a show for you guys. If you haven't watched it yet, Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Is that good? Uh, it is awesome. And I don't know if any of you guys play chess, know how to play chess, understand chess. I'm certainly no grandmaster. I have a very basic level of understanding on how to play chess, but it, it is uh, a really, really cool show. It's definitely worth watching. Nice. It's actually and in our uh, list. Uh, you know, for you guys that are married, uh, it's a great show to watch with your spouse or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Um, yeah, very enjoyable. So it's about chess? Uh, I mean, yeah, chess is the, chess is like the topic used to explore different life lessons, but it's not really about chess. I mean, it's a, chess is the premise, but it's not really about chess, if that makes sense. So. Legit. 
Mm-hmm. But if you like chess, it's yeah, you'll you'll. I think there's enough of that to really enjoy it. So. Nice. Yeah. Drew, do you play chess? I do. Not professionally or anything, but. <laughs> you dabble. <laughs> I dabble. Uh, yeah, that's great. Picked up a uh, chess set last year in Germany, all hand card. Uh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. I could see why chess causes people to go crazy, though. I really can. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I think that if you really get into it, there's all of these different scenarios and you're constantly going through shit in your mind and your mind is constantly going through all of this different stuff. If this, if that, if this, if that, and I think that could really fuck you up. I really do. Hmm. I mean, don't, don't a lot of these guys that, that are really into chess, don't they get like fucked up? I, I think they started fucked up. I don't follow the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just worse than the. <laughs> I don't follow the, the, the pro chess uh, circuit. You what? I don't follow the pro chess circuit. <laughs> just the pro bodybuilder. <laughs> <laughs> he, he trained with the guy that went pro, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Taught him all he knows about bishops. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, boys, we're gonna. All I got. We're gonna try for Danny next week. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> Maybe we can get the tr- the truth about the uh, barbacoa and the <laughs> and the voyage. <laughs> at, this, at this point, you might be better off just waiting for Coop to have him on. <laughs> That's true. The voyage. Yeah. Is that what it's called? The voyage. Oh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. And enjoy enjoy what you can of it. Better believe it. All right, next week. (laughs) Don't forget, smoke like a sultan, smoke many. Ooh, get it. Yeah. They still have patina, too. If you've made it this far into the podcast... You already knew it. (laughs) (laughs) You're the absolute champion. (laughs) While we're at it, Cigar Noise Weekly, when uh, David West comes back. We'll be getting back on that uh, show as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Actually, so last thing... Uh, Tyler, there it is. Waiting. It wouldn't, wouldn't be a podcast yep. without this. When are we gonna do a cigar noise boys slash Sultans like uh, thing together? I mean, do, would people actually want to listen to that? I don't know, um, but maybe that's something to explore. Let us know. Well, I don't think it's up to me. Not you, whoever's listening. Oh, yeah. 
you out there let us know. Mm-hmm. Next week, gentlemen. All right, boys. Have Sounds a good, good. one. Later. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>